Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. studio now from the pandemic so. <laughs> no truly look here, here she comes this is my favorite <clears throat> like a year and a half to introduce this thing that tells you you're being recorded which i'm pretty sure was violating like federal laws for a long time <laughs> like... i think uh i think that at some point in the future we're just going to hear that the the session is now recorded uh sound when you wake up that's yeah. just going to be the first thing that plays in your head i think we're i think we're like though it seems Black we're starting mirror. to hit a ceiling black mirror yeah i think it's we're starting to hit a ceiling because there's stuff like did you hear about the monkeys that they put the Neuralink in oh yeah they flipped out they hated it they dude they like ripped they like self-mutilated it was like yeah <laughs> it was Awful. like really bad because i don't think they were like maybe even really supposed to test it on animals yet and then no. like one of the monkeys like ripped his like arm off and like oh no they just went fucking insane God, he went like uh, he went lawnmower man. Remember lawnmower man? I, I have not seen. I feel like we're in the same thing where there's so many things that people just absolutely expect me to have seen, and I'm like, nope, I have oh, not I, seen it. I don't. I don't expect anyone to have seen lawnmower man. Yeah. <laughs> but but it is a it is a nice benefit. Uh, when I I only know it because when I was a kid, that movie came out like in the '90s, right around the time that the Super Nintendo came out. Yeah, it had a weird was, official game, didn't it? Yeah. Yes, it did. Uh, and I, um, I did a, I went deep on Super Mario World when that came out. Uh, that was the, it was the Elden Ring of its day, fellas. <laughs> and we're back. Um, yeah. <laughs> not quite as twisted. Mario doesn't cut anyone's fingers mm. off and use them in fell rituals. Mm. But, uh, th- but my friends called me. They were like, "You're the lawnmower man. You're gonna get lawnmower manned." <laughs> and now. Elon is doing it to the monkeys. To monkeys. Yeah. That cross section of like advertisements that was like Lawnmower Man and Super Nintendo stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're all uh, on the like every fifth page of a comic book from like 1994. Sure. Like there's a whole group of that stuff. And uh, the Mario Van, like Mario Van Peebles was a lot in a lot of it. <laughs> Do you know what I'm yes. talking about? Yes. Well, well uh, I think Billy Zane was. The Lawnmower Man? I'm going to look it up. Hold up. It was also during a time where they basically like, it was like a thing that you had to have a video game for your movie. And so they would just pay studios to just whatever game they were almost done with. They just pay them a ton of money to like swap it. And they're like, it's Lawnmower Man now. So that's why there's like a lot of, there's a ton of like 
like movie tie-in games where the like actual mechanics of the game have like nothing to do with the movie. Like it's, yeah, this it's just super. Why, weird. Yeah, why, yeah, why can you shoot lasers in this Philadelphia? Game? Dude, yeah, literally. It's so weird. <laughs> It'll You're be shooting like... lasers in the courtroom. Why? Why do that? Yeah. While that song it's, plays in the background, there's so many games like a, that where it's just like a chip yeah. chip tune version of it. Yeah, it's like oh, this is a, a Pelican Brief side scrolling beat 'em up. Like, like what? <laughs> There's so Launch the litigation! Like Launch the litigation! <laughs> oh man, once you have to go against the big pelican, it's over. Yo, yeah. there is, there is though. There's that game Ace Attorney. Ace Attorney <laughs> fucking rules. That's... Everybody says that. I've, I've never, never laid so much it? a so finger good. upon it. It's, it's, it's so supposed good. to be incredible, folks. Yeah. Welcome to Fight Island, <laughs> the podcast about fictional fights in the very real island where they take place. My name is Jordan Dahl. I'm Sam Wiles. And joining us this week, the very hilarious Eli Uden is here. Hello. Eli. Hello. Welcome. You may have already heard my voice, depending on how much of our bullshit you guys include at the beginning of this yeah. episode. For, for the listener, we have been doomed since Eli got on mic. It is yeah. been. <laughs> We've been podding. We've been talking about Elden Ring. We're deep in it. You, Sam, it's it's like it's like speaking Greek in front of Sam. Yeah. You guys you guys were talking Elden Ring. My knuckles yeah. were ma- were cracking themselves ready to bully yeah. somebody. Also <laughs> us guys fair. also known as the majority. I know. I know. <laughs> I think Greek would have still been more penetrable for somebody else than Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, okay translates in a lot of languages. Yeah. Like it's even if you're being polite, it's impossible to listen to. Yeah. You're literally like, what are you supposed to do with me telling Jordan's like, yeah. you have to turn in the bell bearing to the twin maidens, then you can buy the smithing stones. But you do. And, and also I, like, that is not me that is not me saying Elden Ring is okay. It is a masterpiece. It is very swiftly good. moving to the top of my Also, like charts. the word maiden like makes my ears want to shut. Like just any, anything old timey or like medieval yeah. sounding is or like is Lord of the Ringsy. Yeah. It's like oh, I think like my ears become oh, wow. cauliflowered like I was a wrestler. It's bad. I just I just got like saw a vision of Sam's like medieval ancestor just in in like a shed making a barrel, constantly <laughs> rolling his eyes. Can't go out there like these fucking assholes. Why does everybody got to be all Renfair about it? All yeah, you're, you're just, just going around, through. going around snapping quills. Like, <laughs> enough. Yeah, you're just rolling into a Renfair in like a the back of a pickup truck, like fucking Ben Affleck in the what's the col- where he's got the paddle. <laughs> what is that? I know what it's you're like talking about. Rude rude the movie. Is that Goodwill? It's I. And then the yell air raid isn't Parker Posey in it. This is a great podcast. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, I know the movie you're talking about. Oh, Dazed and Confused. Duh. Dazed and Confused. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, which is like doubly rude because A, you're there to do violence on the nerds, mm-hmm. but also you're ruining mm-hmm. their immersion by driving a pickup truck into the <laughs> Some would call that the ultimate here. violence. <laughs> my quill. No. My doublet. <laughs> um, just trying okay. to slash your tires with like a dull prop sword this is the okay i will say one of the funniest things about elden ring is how much they didn't try to fucking skirt the like like we're trying to steal from your grandma she's gonna think this is either lord of the rings or elder scrolls and one way or another she's gonna think it's the one that you want and your six-year-old is gonna get this fucking dark horror yeah fantasy and grow up too fast but regardless of what we might have been talking about so far we're not fighting 
uh, fantasy wizards as much as <laughs> Sam would love that. Yes. Or um, or grandmas. Damn, we got to do a grandma fight at some point. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, we are in fact today. Uh, we're we are beginning. Oh God, what a nerdy intro for perhaps our most uh, our most sportsmanlike series of shows so far. March Madman. It's March Madman here on the island. Uh, the folks of the island are getting ready for it. They've been they've been putting up their March Madman banners all around town. It's looking very. And then another guy comes over and rips it down because it is Fight Island after all. And uh, it's just looking very festive out there. The oh, it builds and grows on on a daily basis. <laughs> There's self edited <laughs> wiki that I can go on a, yeah. a hole in. <laughs> There's like a fight. There's like Fight yeah. Island office culture where they all are filling out their brackets and getting mad at each other <laughs> down at the down at the fight office. Yeah, Every, everybody's wearing the traditional uh, March Madman uh, clothing, which is uh, like a, a white shirt with a little mm-hmm. blood on it. <laughs> They're watching. You can't get out. Yeah, they all they all watch Squid Game and they were confused. They were like, "This seems like completely normal entertainment. This, this is very similar great. to what yeah. we do here on yeah, Fight yeah. Island." So they thought it was hilarious. <laughs> um, we are in fact beginning March Mad Men today, and we today the interpretation will be different from show to show. What you should know, Sam. Do you want to explain? Yeah. The, uh, the the concept of March Madman, and then I will explain the rules of what we're about to do to Absolutely. any Eli heads just joining us. So we decided we're going to do a, a, a field of 32. Uh, we're going to have eight fighters start out each episode, and each quadrant is going to be a different interpretation of the term Mad Men. One will be Mad Men the show, mm-hmm. which you all know. Uh, one will be Mad Men, uh, mad in quotes, as in crazy people from pop culture. And right. then he's a madman. Uh, and then mm. t- uh, today we will be fighting uh, mad as in angry men. Angry mm. men. Today it is angry men. Eight and, angry um, men. Eight mm-hmm. angry men <laughs> will enter the island today and one will emerge. Right, Sam? Absolutely. No, four. What, one, will nice. adv- one will advance to the final four. That's advance and then we'll have final a final four, four yeah. of Ma- March Mad Men. For sure. Okay, so what is about to happen is basically just a big game of who would win in a fight between. We are going to do four rounds today, four predetermined brackets that Sam has picked out. We are going to talk about the people in each round. We are going to talk about their strengths and their weaknesses. Ultimately, we three will be asked to vote on who we think will win each fight. It is video game rules which just means anything goes uh, i mean old people can fight gay people men can fight women dogs can fight babies whatever needs to happen in order for the island to taste the justice that keeps its uh citizens in business and you know the angry roads flowing and the angry cash coming in what keeps the what keeps the office guys going to scrappy hour you know what i mean scrappy hour. you know i don't like wordplay but occasionally it'll sneak in there and i'm mad yeah you're quite good at it you're like you're like the uh like the the guitarist son who has a gift and he doesn't want to no you already rock too much dad i don't care to rock it's not my thing it's your thing yeah is that a known trope the guitarist son it's like an O. Henry story I haven't read. I liked it. I liked it. I went with it. That was good. Yeah. I knew what he meant. It was evocative. You, of course, giving a sermon. You, of course, know the, the tale of the guitarist son. The tale of the guitarist and the organ grinder. I was thinking, I was thinking Varsity Blues, I Don't Want Your Life, but 
it's uh, not to get too, too uh, jockey on the beginning of the podcast. Varsity Blues, the number one movie for jocks. The tale of the... Varsity the Blues, co- is that some sort of sacred seal I can obtain? <laughs> <laughs> Lightning damage, yes? Fucking hell. <laughs> okay, all right, Sam. Here's the here's... <laughs> Making me laugh. Woo. I hate to laugh. Hit us with that first March Madman, first inaugural March Madman matchup. These are mad as in angry men, angry ass men ass. Okay. And so our, uh, our, they're seated one through eight kind of based on, on power. And usually on the podcast, <laughs> usually on the podcast, uh, we, we decide who's going to be in the fights on the pod. That's the pod to decide mm-hmm. is half the pod is deciding the fights for our regular listeners mm-hmm. to save on time because we will ultimately have like, yeah. you know, 10 fights today. We have predetermined yeah. the bracket. Okay. Um, so, so what? So what we're what we're saying, Eli, is stretch, stretch, <laughs> oh, oh. stretch, no, yeah, yeah. Name name <laughs> a bunch of name a bunch of different types of axes or whatever. Um, okay. So well, the, there's so, Godric's axe. <laughs> my you eyes are bleeding. You turn in the remembrance of the grafted. <laughs> I, I cough out all my teeth. Um, you okay, made, you made this happen. You asked for it. I know. I had a specific axe too, but I decided to spare you. <laughs> well, don't spoil it if I haven't gotten that axe yet. <laughs> okay, okay go ahead. so we so I seated these one through eight, and you know how uh, normal you know tournaments work. One one mm-hmm. is going to play eight. Uh, th- you know, two is going to play seven, three is going to play six, four is going to play sure. five, gotcha. and uh, and then the winners and so forth. So our number, our first matchup, the number one seed versus number eight seed is number one seed for me for angry men who I think of right away. That '70s shows Red Foreman. That's the number That's one angry man in my head. Such an angry dude. And he's like, I- I'm correct that he's a veteran, isn't he? He is a veteran. He's a veteran of, so I believe, World War II. He's war mad. That's of a different kind wars. of mad. <laughs> no, Korea. Korea. Red Foreman has fought in all wars throughout time. <laughs> Red Foreman's a bit of a war avatar. Uh, yeah. he's kind, of, kind of like, uh, who was the, that uh, Greek uh, guy? Ares. Yeah. He's, he's, he, he's like Ares if Ares was also Arlie Ermi. Do you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> sure. Someone also, mod God of War so that it's Red yeah. Foreman. <laughs> A game I played. Dad of Dad of War is what it would be called. (laughs) It is kind of Dad of War already. It is. I love that game. It is a little. Then you also have to mod it. I mean, that's actually even better. If when they change the kid Atreus, it's fucking uh, what's his name? (laughs) Eric (laughs) Grace. That's hysterical. Constantly clambering around. Yeah, we're on about Star Wars. Yeah. That's so funny. I assume Hilarious. this is an R-rated podcast, by the way. I've been swearing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Legacy. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's R-rated, but it's Christian. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's um, actually NC-17, so feel free to show Nick. <laughs> Go nuts. <laughs> yeah, we, you can hear penetration on this podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I'm number one. Young right now. Oh, so no. <laughs> number yeah. one, Red Foreman versus Red our Foreman. number eight from a, a movie I enjoy. Punch Drunk Loves Barry Egan. Now okay. that he is an eight seed to me because he is so angry, but he is shoving it down to the majority of the movie. Sure. That's Other the most than, dangerous anger, though. He yeah. Is. He's now, a good eight seed because he's kind of he's pretty feisty. That's yeah. an important that's an important point. That is maybe the most dangerous, you know, when you pressurize yeah. the anger, then it turns into a 
fucking pure anger diamond yeah, that yeah. can con- conjure forth. Sorry, now I'm back into Elden. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but like, you know, right, people who right are power. like fighting every time they're slighted, that's yeah. you they're only ever fighting about one thing. When somebody yeah. pops like that, you, they are now fighting against everything that's ever happened to and them. It's true. Terrifying. You're the unfortunate yeah. motherfucker that got in the way. Yeah. yeah. You were the straw that broke the camel's back, and the camel is beating the shit out of you. Well, and especially, especially. Why is this camel so pissed? <laughs> 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 Especially in Punch Drunk Love, what makes that movie so great is when he is mad, he is mad about, he is frustrated about his family, his relationships, his place yeah. in the world. He is mad. Yeah. He is truly mad about everything. Sure. And mm-hmm. it all, you know, he mostly beats up his office, but mm-hmm. it'd be hard, you know, if, to be a guy in that office, you get hit <laughs> once in a while. Yeah. Sure. Uh, sure. And then obviously cool. Red Strengths, veteran. He's uh, a veteran. Korean War. He also, in my mind, now Eli, something you should know about the uh, the the kind of ongoing lore of Fight Island is yes. that the island has certain fighting energies that uh, sort of enhance uh, your fighting abilities when you get there. Yeah. Sometimes, so uh, I would think Red Foreman specifically, he has like such a big head. I imagine that coming, and it's such a bald head. I imagine him almost like a pachycephalosaurus, you know, with like a like a hard, <laughs> crazy head. Yeah, that he he's like got, bashes you with. He's got <gasps> one of those heads where you like really remember there's a skull in there. You're like, wow. <laughs> oh right, our heads are skulls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can really see it's, it. It's a very skull forward head. He should, yeah, like <laughs> when he go, he should gift his head to science when he passes away, because mm-hmm. like that thing you could use it just, to teach children about. Just get a look in there. Yeah, see what's going on. <laughs> Yeah, it's like dinosaur skull. You could see, just yeah. <laughs> put it in the Natural History Museum next to yeah. the big T-Rex. Next to Fonzie's jacket. Yeah, which a headbutt is a fierce attack. It's a good. Truly, I've it does always... run the risk of uh, you know stunning the combatant. It does, but I think it's I think it's almost uniformly worse for the person being butted. <laughs> yeah yeah you're like, right because... i've i've heard that if you ever get in a someone i don't know who told me this or i just found it there was like they're like if you want to end if you get in some sort of bar fight or something and someone's trying to fight you and you want to end it headbutt them in the nose like yeah. with this because it just ends the fight like yeah, yeah. it's do it. animal instinct everyone wants to you know, oh, God. start, oh. this is, I clearly have never been in a fight because I'm literally, I, I look like the fucking Notre Dame mascot where I'm like, no, am I? that's proper farm lad. <laughs> yeah. But Marcus of Queensbury rules. Yeah, it's very, keep it simple, stupid. They were like, this, if you would like to this, defeat someone, hit them with your head as hard as you can in their heads. Yeah. <laughs> this is a real, this is a real, uh, this is a real podcast of three guys who are huge and can't fight. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> we have a real gentle Frankenstein episode. Have you have you ever had your nose broken? Yes, I did. Break. I have not. It is not great. I would say. Yeah, I can only imagine. Mm, I broke it. It. Uh, it wasn't a circus camp, but it was a camp with a circus <laughs> component. <And> Incredible. <laughs> I was doing the mini trampoline. And I did a front yeah. flip, and I under-rotated, so when I landed, Ooh. I just whipped my own head face into my own knee, and Whoa! then broke my nose. And That's then, the worst wow. one, too. It's one of those, I, I mean, I don't want to gross people out, but it was like, it's also one of those things where it happened, I broke my collarbone once, and it's weird that your body sort of knows, at least for me, 
both when I broke my nose and when I broke my collarbone, even though I'd never broken either one before, as soon as it happened, I knew ex- like my, my brain was like, you just broke your collarbone. And it was That's like, broken. you just broke your nose. Like <laughs> yeah. I knew I sat up and said to the like terrified looking fucking counselor. <laughs> It was like a dude with a big red afro that I now realize was incredibly yeah. high. I think all the time. <laughs> and oh, like, man. I broke my nose and um, oh no, I you can just kind of move it around. Hell, dude. You can also, yeah. if you break your nose in that way, you can uh, taste it, which is really gross. Um, oh, just a fun tip knowledge for anybody. That's else. not fun so at all. Gnarly. Yeah. Fucking a. Um, All right. Well, that instantly makes you the toughest person on the island. Because I um, <laughs> circus camp makes me the toughest. <laughs> yeah, like that's too scary a camp. Yeah, not very tough. Not very tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it that it's like it wasn't a circus camp. We just had a clown problem. Yeah, they got in. Some of, there was a hole in the screen door. Yeah, I also did computer science. <laughs> cool. Yeah. But circus style. Mm-hmm. They did have a flying trapeze, which I did, which was sick. That was super cool. I I mean, my gut says red foreman. I'm pulling for red. Red gets angry. He doesn't. Red is so angry all the time that he doesn't have that explosive anger that Barry Egan's going to have. But he does like he it's kind of a it's kind of a Bane situation. He was born in it. You think, you know, anger. You think you know what yeah. anger is? He's like a fucking, he's like a Jedi of anger. He knows how to wield it and scare people. He's a yeah. scary dude. And I could see him. I think he has, I think he has more reserves than we ever see him use in the show. You know, because it's yeah. a family show. Mm-hmm. I think that the character of Red Foreman wants to like, you know, break, break a lot more ribs than he does. A lot more wrists. Yeah. <laughs> He can't I mean, just really kick the shit out of his son's friends the way a cool show would let him do. <laughs> a cool show. Yeah. Like I, a cool dad. That's right. This will come back up when we look at the other people in this bracket. But So that kind of anger that we talked about, the Barry Egan has, I think part of that is that he doesn't stop. Once that, you know, Pandora's box is open, he's not stopping. But at the same time, I, I mean, not to get very dark here, but Red Foreman has taken a life before. Absolutely. <laughs> You're not like, wrong. Maybe he was. Yeah. I don't think he was, He does not track as like a paperwork guy. I don't I think, think he was like a CEO. I think no, he no. was in the shit. I think that I think that that comes up in one of the episodes. I think he's like he's been to war. He's killed someone. I know it. Yeah. Uh, I'm about to Google has Red Foreman killed a man. <laughs> uh, um, the way the way you guys are leaning, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do a quick dissenting vote for Barry, in that I think it'll be a little closer. Uh, I think it'll be close. I think it'll be close. I think it's like two to one close. It's not close. It's not tied or anything. Uh, yeah. Here's. Like, here's what I think. It's a close fight, but they reach the point of no return. They point where it is you are going to have to kill the other guy. And yeah. Barry has a moment of hesitation. Red does not. And Red Fair just enough. finishes Red him. Red's like, we're here on the island. Yeah. He's yes. like got a weird little diaper on. He's like, <laughs> has, has rope fists. Yeah. He's yes. been training with Fight Island. <laughs> <laughs> some kind of dojo so yeah weeks. i think that's the, the fact that he is while he's doing he has zero need to grapple with the morality of what he's doing because he's already he's already yeah. quieted that voice in his head when he was yeah totally f- fighting in war um <laughs> absolutely 
So I think yeah. that, so two, so two to one, I'll give a dissenting vote for Barry. Yeah. Uh, just kind of, also based on, um, I do think Barry's like, he has been picked on his entire life. And if anyone's a bully, it's Red Foreman that could maybe bring that out. They can yeah. make him snap like he makes fun of his little blue suit yeah. or he's the other person on the end of the, the like ruins yeah. his uh, his uh, airline miles scheme. And, yeah, and, ba- and Barry really, really lets him have it. But I it, Red Foreman's the number one seed for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's, ding, what's ding, Red ding. Foreman's thing? He always calls people. What is it? Asshole? Idiot? Dumbass. Dumbass. Yeah. He calls yeah. Barry a dumbass and Barry goes fucking super saiyan. Just rips <laughs> out of his suit. I'm not a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Goes for him. See, I could see. See, that's the thing is like, geez, the, the the that is a more volatile type of anger. And Adam Sandler as an entity is very good at the "I'll kill you" kind of. You I mean, know, he makes Chris up Farley almost half of this bracket. Of... Is Adam Sandler? <laughs> <laughs> so he's got a guy that he plays. Yeah, truly. And and especially coming to the island, when you say Super Saiyan, you might not be far off. The more I talk about this, the more I'm like, it might not be as close as we think, but I think it's still going to Kurtwood Smith, if I'm not mistaken. Two votes for for Red. Mm. One vote for Barry. Yeah. All right. Ding, ding, ding. I think Red you, Foreman. Uh, yeah. Red Foreman advances. I mean, you guys are uh, closer to an anime than... I'm sure Sam wants. I mean, this is a class. <laughs> You're doing a tournament arc, dude. This is. Yeah. I love a good tournament arc. Red Foreman standing over the crumpled, a crumpled blue coat. He's just holding it in his fist yeah. and flaps. You just can't beat experience. I mean, that's the yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, okay, we're moving on to the goes, southern southern goes, part the of the bracket. The first kill is always the hardest. Yeah. Because it's your own conscience. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Puts the jacket on. <laughs> he died, but the life left both of our eyes. <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> uh, okay. Killing Go a man and it. then going, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> dumbass. All right. Oh. The southern part of the bracket. Uh, we're going to go to the number three versus the number six matchup. It's mm-hmm. Frank Grimes from The Simpsons versus yes. Squidward. From SpongeBob. Holy shit. Now, this was a premiere okay. matchup when I read the bracket. <laughs> yeah. <I've>, premiere um, <laughs> matchup. <laughs> um, this is the what? undercard that t- just steals the show. I mean, yes. absolutely. <laughs> now, there's an, there's an important question that we need, to, we need to answer out of the gate, which is one of these combatants uh, is aquatic and mm-hmm. one of them is land-based. Mm-hmm. Um, that was so a there's go- they, very Midwestern aquatic. They're aquatic. Gonna, aquatic. They're they're got. We're gonna have to have them fight in a place that's fair for both of them. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where are they fighting? Is it in the shallows of a beach? Are they, you know, on the sh- on fight the beautiful beautiful fight island, Roundhouse I, Bay? I think that both the arena and the introduction of this fight is mm-hmm. exactly like. Um, Oh, Sam, you're familiar with the Orphan of Koss. Uh, from- <laughs> <laughs> you guys just hear a gunshot. 
That's what's on the pod next. <laughs> the Orphan of Koss is a disgusting little man Fucking that crawls hell. out of like a dead whale's body on a beach in Bloodborne. <laughs> and I Truly. see Squidward doing the exact same thing. <laughs> to SpongeBob? Yeah. He's de- finally defeated SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> now, I guess it would be Patrick. Yeah. And Patrick Patrick's more of a Cthulian horror than yeah. SpongeBob. <laughs> so I think there's water, but yeah. it's 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 part of the fight, you know, is that Squidward is try- yeah. obviously trying to drag him out into deep water. Oh yes. Squidward wants to yes. I think it's I think that's the that becomes the dynamic of the whole fight is basically can Squidward get him into deep water? Because then it's over. It's just wrapping it's over. Yeah. It's wrapping away at that point. And my gut says, I mean, you, okay, so in the episode where Frank Grimes appears, incredible episode. Do you know what do you know the exact episode number, Sam? I don't. I can look it up real quick. Uh, Homer get Homer's rival, I think is the name of it. Um, or maybe Homer's enemy. Anyway, he Homer's gets, enemy. Yeah. he gets so incensed by Homer's constant boobery mm-hmm. that he, uh, ca- throws all caution to the wind to make a point and it ends up costing him his life spoilers, but yeah. Frank dies in the end. Uh, so I can see him out of the gate. It doesn't look good for Frank. I mean, I'm, uh, so I think Frank is tougher than Squidward. What an insane thing <laughs> conversation we've cooked yeah. up. Um, but I don't think, boy, maybe not. Squidward doesn't have bones, which is an advantage. <laughs> Hard to punch. Yeah. Hard to punch. And also a constrictor. If he gets you tied up and obviously Frank is prone to lose his top. It's going to blow it. Yeah. I don't know. Cause I, I really, I feel like Squidward could absolutely go buck wild or he could just kind of crumble under pressure because he's not yeah great at that but yeah it is almost it it feels like that sort of thing where it's like even just trying to punch him it's like every time you punch him you're just gonna lose another like he's gonna grab that arm (laughs) yeah he's gonna absorb you and then you're in the deep water and then it's it's over i don't i just don't know i don't i think that frank grimes is like like tougher in a fight but the problem yeah. is, I don't know how you beat Squidward. I just don't yeah. know yeah. what you do. What do you do? I think Frank Grimes is tougher in a fight, but ultimately kind of his like hallmark characteristic is he uh, he lets his rage give way to a blind spot. And uh, that weakness is going to cost him in this one, folks. Yeah. yeah. I kind of feel like it's like a 10,000 hours thing where like. Frank had one had like what two days with Homer and went completely insane. It's yeah. like Squidward has slowly been going insane for fifteen <laughs> years with Patrick and SpongeBob, yeah. who are sort of a combo Homer. And I think <laughs> Squidward is like has built this up. If not learned tricks, Squidward will go, "Hey, yeah. I'm the fucking Patrick now. I make yeah. you crazy." Yeah, and that yeah. maybe makes Frank Grimes self-immolate on this beach. And I think Squidward is uniquely equipped to handle just a, a, a truly rage-filled combatant because it's just rapping. You know, it's like he can just, just slowly. Yeah. It's it's a game of attrition here. And sure, I, I you know I see the tides are turning, but I think I'm going to give my vote to Frank Grimes because at the end of the day, Squidward is an is an artist, and Frank <laughs> he Grimes is. he works at the plant. He's up at four a.m. every goddamn morning. He's a blue collar worker. And uh, I, I think I think he can pull it off. I think he dies. You think Squidward think dies? Di- no, I think they. I think they. I think Squidward is defeated, and Frank Grimes is, is also defeated in the process. Mm. Mm. But 
Perhaps I, it's a dissenting vote. I no, I I'm gonna go. I, I've changed. One thing has made me switch, and I, I I think that Frank Grimes would win. And the thing is that that I've realized here is that Frank Grimes is furious, but does mm-hmm. want to continue living. Squidward does not <laughs> really seem to have the place the largest value on his own life. <laughs> he uh, <laughs> seems clearly clinically depressed. Um, he has accepted it for sure, and he's stuck because you can't get Zoloft into the sea. It does, it it just disintegrates. They have to. They can't get it down there. Um, <laughs> right, right. So I just don't think Squidward wants it. Like I think he. I think, think he, he wants it like Frank does. I think by the end of this, Squibber's like, end it. He's like, please. <laughs> end it. You know? Please, I can't go back. Yeah. Yeah. I think here's he's here's just, my, yeah, go, here's go my pitch for Squidward is I can picture Frank Grimes making that speech that he makes to Homer. Yeah. Of like, your son owns a factory. You only fail <laughs> upward. The thing that makes him go crazy <laughs> He's like to Squidward. He's like, you have two best friends. You manage a restaurant. You get to play the clarinet all day. You live by yeah. the water. And you then live I live th- in an Easter Island head under the sea. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. not the manager of the Krusty Krab. He's the cashier. Just I, oh, I don't sure. want you to get sure. Torn I guess they do have Twitter. menial, wow. yeah, menial jobs. <laughs> it's Mr. Krabs. Still, I think Frank Grimes is envious enough of Squidward's life that he ends up accidentally like backing into a jellyfish and electrocuting himself. That's my that's my vote for Squidward. Yeah, I mean that does make sense, but I could see him like I think I think it's the type of thing where he like he gets dragged into the deep sea by Squidward because his rage takes a hold of him, and then. As he's like got Squidward, they're like, you know, he's wrapped up in Squidward. He sees a a, a man of war jellyfish and he grabs <laughs> it and electrocutes Squidward. Yeah. And then as Squid and Squidward's dead, and as he like he like floats off as Carrion with like a thumbs up or like a Terminator thumbs yeah. up down into the sea. It feels like they're washing up on shore together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I think that does it. Two votes for Frank Grimes, Frank Grimes, one for one for Squidward. Frank Grimes snatching victory, but he's dead. I, I think he has to live on to go through the tournament. I think. Oh I think no! Oh no! Does that it's change like your the, vote? It's like the it's like the gunslinger. He dies and finds peace, and then he's resurrected by the fighting energies of the island. No rest for oh, you. Oh, he's so mad. Gunslinger, <laughs> never for you. Yeah. All right. Wow. Uh, back to the top of the bracket, and we're back in the Sandler verse. The nope. Sandler. It is number four, Bobby Boucher versus number five, Happy Gilmore. Okay. Wow. Well. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> Hard, right? I, 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 I feel like this one. To me, it's it's pretty clearly Bobby Boucher because Bobby okay. Boucher is unhinged and yeah. yeah. Like, remember, Happy when, Gilmore is tough because he plays hockey, you know, and he's known for just like, isn't he just an enforcer basically? He's like a goon when yeah, he plays when hockey. He gets angry. Yeah, but like, hockey fights, like he's he knows how to fight, but he's not. I don't know because that's uh, that's changing a little bit because he does know how to fight, but he knows how to hockey fight, which is he knows how to hockey fight, which is like grabbing a jersey and it's it's real fighting, but it's a distinct style of fighting <laughs> sure sure it's a it's a sub it's a lot of fist fight sub discipline mm-hmm. bobby boucher um, tackles he's not yeah, he's not also, fist fighting 
But also, you're forgetting that uh, Happy Gilmore, the one time we see him in a fight, he gets famously beat up yeah, by an old man. That's true. I think this, isn't, that, isn't that part of the thing that he's like, he's he gets really angry in hockey, but he's also not like good at fighting. Yeah. It? I think he just gets his ass whooped all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Bobby, I mean, Bobby Boucher, when he goes off, it's just, it's yes, until him? it's done. He it's, had fire in his eyes. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. I forget what makes him so angry. What's his thing that he uses uh, to psych they laugh himself at up? Him. They laugh, the, and he looks at the he he imagines the face of his mama. At one oh point. right, yeah. all the people who all the people who disregard him, all the people who call him stupid. Mm. It's that coach guy. It's uh, it's his mama at one point. It's a fellow football player. Yeah, and he uh, I knew he, he did some some visualization of like just some face. visualization techniques. Yeah. Yes, mm. I th- I think this one's going to Bobby Boucher. Yeah, I think Abby Gilmore's all talk. Yeah, man. it's just it's by, the man's unhinged. What what, what can you do? It's, <laughs> I do think I do think Happy Gilmore is a little smarter. I think if there is any kind of trick element on the island, Happy Gilmore is aware of it, and Bobby will Bobby is a blind rage guy, but he could also you know, uh, uh, if Happy Gilmore starts talking about his mom or distracting mm-hmm. him, I mean he's like so yeah. he is kind of childlike. Right, he definitely has a learning disability. <laughs> That's not my um, point, but uh, <laughs> Happy Gilmore being like an adult dancing man. around, Sam. <laughs> Happy Gilmore kind of being more present of mind and pretty into fist fighting, where Bobby Boucher has to tap into something to get to his I, his fighting. I could energy. honestly see it kind of starting like that. There's something very Happy Happy Madison about like Happy Gilmore doesn't want to fight him, where he's like. Oh, hey, buddy. So you're the water boy, huh? Well, listen, I don't really want to fight you, okay? <laughs> and then he's like, well, all right, pussy. And like, fucking. <laughs> well, once he flips that like, switch, once he puts his yeah. mom's head on his body, it's, a, it's, yeah. it's on. <laughs> it is on. Yeah. It is upon, it is upon you. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, I, I'm locking it in. I got to vote for Bobby, for Bobby Boucher. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to vote for, I'm going to vote for Happy Gilmore. All right, Eli, you're you're sticking with with Boucher. Uh, yeah, I think it's Boucher. I think it's you know it's another thing where Gilmore starts to lose inspiration during the fight, mm-hmm. and Bobby Boucher mm-hmm. is just the switch is on. It's once mm-hmm. it's on, it's full go. And you know there what? You it's it's a fight of anger. It's not a fight of who wants to help their grandma the most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ha- exactly, Gilmore, get it to get it together. Jackass, <laughs> dumbass. Um, We're going chalk. All the all the ass. all the higher seeds of one in this so far. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that, um, so there, there you go. Now to Bobby our final, Boucher our final round on. one, our final round one fight is Howard Beale, the uh, insane uh, network anchor mm-hmm. from the movie Network, versus mm-hmm. number seven, another weird one. This is a pretty uh, old time fight. This is like, this feels like uh, I was temporarily uh, 60 years old for a second. Uh, mm-hmm. It's number two, Howard Veal versus number seven, uh, Jackie Gleason as Ralph Cramden. Bang Zoom to the moon. Jackie Gleason as Ralph Cramden, is... Sam's favorite actor. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's the honeymooners, right? Yes. Str- the honeymooners. Straight to the moon, Alice. Yeah. Bang, you know, Zoom, that... right in the kisser. That... That a uh, very funny thing of they were like the thing is he's a domestic abuser that's what's yes. so funny about and it. That was, he's that a was lot bigger than her 
But he was. Uh, he could he was... punch you to the moon if you think about it. That's what's so funny. You that's the old writers. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. But he's <laughs> but, not but, gonna. Yeah. Well, but he's all. He was also scared of her, which mm. is the thing that should come into the fact factor in here. Have you ever watched the show? Uh, years ago. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. No. They they got some good stuff in there. And and he definitely like that is something that should factor into this fight because like uh, Alice is wearing the pants. He is a big fat Dumbo and she tells him all the time. <laughs> and I, I almost think that that's like, if, if Howard Beale, first of all, uh, <laughs> both Eli and I, as much as we know about the lands between, yeah. we don't, we have never seen this show. So you're going to need to paint a word picture of the mm. Greco Roman anger <laughs> hero of information. That is Howard Beale. From the show network, yeah. Howard Beale is maybe a... if you include some pole arms in this movie, I'd watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Does he wear a doublet? <laughs> Obsessed with doublets. <laughs> Yeah, uh, ble- so stick with me, listener. Howard Beale does not have a wand. Yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> so Howard Beale is be- is a newscaster who's being let go of his job, and on his final mm-hmm. uh, broadcast, he just says what he's thinking. Well, what he's thinking is uh, that the world is falling apart, and he just goes. He, ba- he he lets it all out. He's very angry. It gets very high ratings. Well, then that those ratings feed his mania, and he goes insane. Goes, and is eventually is eventually uh, executed by a group of uh, global terrorists. <laughs> Whoa, Whoa, bonkers! Yeah, it's a great movie. Sorry you guys haven't seen it, and sorry for spoiling a movie from 1975 for our listeners. <laughs> I thought it was a show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he won an. It was like a very emotional because I googled him to see what this character was, and it was like yeah. a little emotional journey because like he won an Oscar, and you're like, oh, no, good for him, and they're like posthumously, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. he's the, he's the other posthumous <laughs> no. Oscar too with uh, Heath Ledger. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, but he uh in the movie whips the country into such a frenzy that like it the america falls apart he's oh, uh and uh yeah i think that power is formidable he is his he's mad as hell and he's not going to take it anymore he's he not is gonna a, take it anymore he is almost a um uh he is like an anger avatar really and like sure. in, in my like in in his fighting form hmm. i think has this power of oration hmm. that can that stirs anger in other people and he can use to now his advantage a a couple of things he is notably not a woman so he's not uh, so jackie gleason isn't going to be comfortable threatening him (laughs) uh yeah i mean i think jackie ralph cramden is a big softy yeah yeah he is he is and i think if if this fella is gonna be saying what calling it like he sees him uh (laughs) ralph is in trouble i think if the moment he calls him he's like He's like, are you here to, are you the one they sent to face me? Mm. You're the, you're the doughy soup dumpling that I'm supposed to beat. I, uh, this is definitely where I need to get some information from you guys on the island. Uh, what, what's the weapon situation here? Cause this is the first, now, this is the first one where I feel like question. there's going to be, cause Howard Beale seems like a, a weapon sort of guy. He seems like a gun guy. He's, you know. <laughs> I mean, not to go, not to look too deep. It's like, oh, he's insane at his workplace. I mean, I think unless it's it's specifically outlined as like a weapons fight, 
you know, it's, it's bare hands. The, they're they're gonna scan them at the door. They're gonna mm-hmm. be like, "Did you take anything in?" And Howard Beale's tray is like, <laughs> yeah, full of, full of weapons and weird small knives and shit. It's, it's like it's my a high bit school. Of a, <laughs> it's and a then, bit of a Street Fighter where it's like, if you're Vega uh-huh. and it's attached to you, sure. But mm-hmm. if if you're, you know, Ryu, you don't get to also have a gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Ra- like Ralph's pat down is just like. I have a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> quick! It was it was made by my wife that I a lunchbox. <laughs> quick, quick, a quick video game aside, just for everyone who would say it. <laughs> oh, thank God! <laughs> I played God of War. Vega. The like, I remember getting Soul Calibur as a kid, uh-huh. and like, it's a fighting game, and so most mm-hmm. of the characters you're like, cool, and then fucking Valdo is in it, and <laughs> I remember as a kid, I was like. This is something I do not understand. Like, who is this gyrating weirdo? If you don't know who he is, which is reasonable, he is like yeah. a blind Italian man who wears like claws <laughs> on his hands and just kind of like, just like kind of like comes like w- at yeah. you. Like, Literally, that's not like projectile. Uh, like An liquid, awful but just sexual like sexual energy. No, really no projectile bad. liquids, but he, he definitely oozes a presence. Yeah. It's awful. It's like they took uh like Vega from Street Fighter. Yeah, that's what reminded like, me of it. Like, what if but Clive Barker S N M? Yes. It's like what if Vega was a Cenobite? You're fighting a Cenobite. Yeah, truly, it's, truly. Yeah. Yeah, it's upsetting. It's upsetting yeah. shit. Um so there's a quick quick soul caliber. He's angry though, so <laughs> no yeah. place on the island. He seems yeah. to be enjoying it. But how I think another thing, though, I don't think know how much would help in the fight, but isn't Jackie Gleason is also, wasn't he one of those guys who is famously, like, very, very athletic for his size? Yeah, like a, bit of a, dan- bit of a dancing bear, yeah. Yeah, yeah. High, high dexterity, they say. <laughs> high dexterity to weight ratio would, would yeah. do well at the NFL Combine. Light oh, on yeah. his feet. And yeah. um, honestly, I think if, boy, I mean. I would love to see Howard Jackie Gleason Beale. run a 40. That would be I would too. <laughs> Howard Beale does not look like he has that high dex. I think no. that if Jackie, if Jack, if you get him mad enough, if he's, if he's like, listen, you say 14 or 15 more mean things to me, and I'm really going to snap over here, fella. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think if you got him going, I don't know. I think if I think he could dance circles around Howard Beale. Yeah, he's it's a real physical advantage, and and Howard Beale has these this mental societal kind of power. Is like, does that even work on Jackie Gleason? Because he's just does, going okay, home from work. This. Answer me this: Does Howard Beale ever throw a punch in the film? I oh. think he's more of a strategist. He maybe yeah, throws one, and it's at William Holden, and that's the end. Uh-huh. And it's yeah. not great. He feels like a little bit, you know. He, he's the guy that surrenders in the castle. He's not a foot soldier. Yeah, but it's it's yeah. a it's a bad matchup for for Howard Beale. I think if he went against another mind games guy, he'd mm. win. But it's yeah. uh, I think like it's bad for him to go against kind of a simpleton with some physical gifts. I guess yeah. so. I mean, at the end, at, just, like I also feel like he's I don't know he's older. I would assume, and it's yeah. just like you're an older news anchor. And this isn't also because based on the time period of this film, this is 1975. This isn't now where like, like you know, like older news anchors are like they, on fucking Peloton and like working out. Yeah. He, <laughs> Sean Hannity's <laughs> doing jujitsu, dude. He's eating like red meat and scotch every meal Absolutely. and chain yeah. smoking, like Paul unfiltered palm oils. Yeah, he yeah. died when the filming was done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that's. 
Neither of them. I mean, nobody. You're like, never. You're never going to argue that Ralph Cramden was a healthy fellow, though. <laughs> that's yeah, true. but he's his, that guy took two hoagies for bedtime. <laughs> yeah, but I think the, just like he's Howard a sleep aids. I I question Howard Beale's like bone density and stuff. I just yeah. feel like <laughs> it's uh, like he's got just dude. I'm okay. like 32, and when I got off my couch yesterday, my knees hurt so bad I made a sound. <laughs> like it's just I'm sore as hell, <laughs> and I'm not gonna take it anymore. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, okay, Elon, are you locking one in for Ralph Cramden? Yeah, I just think it's 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 okay. insurmountable the the difference there. I like Howard Sam. Beale's deal. You know. Yeah. Well, maybe I, watch this movie. I probably I, won't. I'll probably I'm play gonna... Elden Ring. <laughs> it's a good movie. <laughs> play the it's my Elden Ring. Elden Ring mod. I, I watch now. I watch Network yeah. for seventy eight hours. Network is my Elden Ring. Um, Sitting I, down I'm with gonna, your son. You know what? You know I have a bit of an Elden Ring myself. It's the movie Network. <laughs> <laughs> you talk. You want to talk about world building? Yeah. Um, Sam, I'm going to jump in ahead of you because I'm going to make the I'm going to make you make a tough decision here. I'm going to give it to Howard Beale because Jackie Gleason, for all of his tough talk and wife beatery and fucking bus drivery, uh, he's he's all tough talk. He's a big softy, and I think Howard Beale's going to say enough mean things <laughs> to him that it's going to make him cry in front of all these people, and uh, and then he's going to beat him up. He's yeah. going to beat him up. I also um, think I forgot what his job was. If he's a bus driver, he probably has had to deal with physical <laughs> aggression. Jeez, now that's a good point. Too. I mean, there's a reason that there's literally a sign on every bus that tells you how big of a crime it is to assault a driver. Like, yeah. I don't know if it's everywhere, but in New York, if you get on a bus, there's like, if you attack the driver, you will go yeah. to jail for six years. Don't. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. period. It happens. Yeah. And that and sign might be more recent. I bet when he was driving the bus, it was fair game. See, that's, that's how you get a free bus. Just win. Is... <laughs> <laughs> I got a bus now. Let's see. Uh, is that why you have that bus? <laughs> um, th- I think this is a really good point because I think maybe Ralph is tough. Yeah. Against anyone but his wife. Alice is the one who doesn't put up with it. And maybe she's there being like, like you got out there. You fight that newsman. Yeah. Yeah. Ralph, you big idiot. Yeah, maybe and, and maybe it, she's the woman at home watching Howard Beale's telecast getting all riled up. He also really oh has boy, something to that fight makes for. much more sense though. She would be at home like smoking cigs, watching <laughs> it, being like, You fat idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Little a baby in the crib also smoking a tiny cigarette. Everybody truly, smoking. Truly. Oh boy, I do we think didn't though, even... like Ralph would he, he I mean he's such a soft he like loves Alice a lot. He really has something he to fight for. He's He's not giving up. Yeah, that's true. If it's televised, and honestly, (laughs) I can see him doing the, you were goofing around doing the Mm -hmm. Marcus of Queensbury fist thing. Yeah. But that's fully what he would be doing. All right. All right. I'm going to do it for her. I'll do it for her and then back home. (laughs) You'd be be doing that, but then the first punch would land and you'd be like, oh, you know? Yeah. It's like one of those. (laughs) It'd be like, it'd be like, like. What, some old guy that like won the fucking golden gloves on an aircraft carrier where you're like absolutely yeah. that's like how you got a job in comedy was like you won golden Pops gloves on an aircraft carrier <laughs> yeah. in 1915 Dude, and they're like everybody had the golden gloves at a time that was like such a co- like in yeah. every movie they would just be like 
That was like the black belt of its time. It's like he won the Golden Gloves. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it also turns out Golden Gloves was kind of a uh, apartment building by apartment building award, and uh, it was not really very widespread. Mm-hmm. Eli Golden Gloves is also an incredible Elden Ring build. Um, God damn it! Oh, yeah. The <laughs> I I, you yeah, know, I just don't have the faith required. It's the, uh, you know it scales with faith. I'm a strength build. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, those faith builds are tough. Sam, I, I think this is as good a point as any. While we're on the precipice of you telling us who wins this fight, <laughs> uh, for you to tell your incredible Jackie Gleason UFO story. Oh man. Oh yeah. It's I mean it's not my story, but it's a fact I'm obsessed with, and Jordan and I talk about it a lot, which is that Jackie Gleason. Every chance we get. Jackie Gleason was obsessed. Uh, no, Jackie Gleason was obsessed with UFOs. Yeah. Yeah. That was his thing as like a person who had been rich. And then he like retired on a golf course in Florida Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. just thought about and and had a real Tom DeLonge phase. Yes. Uh, And on that same golf course lived Richard Nixon, a disgraced Mm -hmm. Richard Nixon in the eighties. And at some point, (laughs) (laughs) I've retired. Um, Jackie Gleason would like harass Richard Nixon about uh, UFOs and be like, tell me about UFOs, Nixon, you fucking asshole. <laughs> also, retired night- retired is such an understatement for <laughs> how Richard Nixon's career has But that happened. is what Richard Nixon would say. He would not say, I, I was disgraced. Oh. He would be like, yeah, but If you read it of Richard Nixon and he was like, yeah, I'm retired, he'd be like, Bitch, no. Like, <laughs> you're like you were no. like removed it's like when from they, the presidency. I'm it's like when they say I'm not presidenting anymore. You are it's like, like when they one say of the uh, most famous crooks in history. Like, it's like when yeah. they say it's like when they say um uh Chris D'Elia got canceled. It's like no, Chris D'Elia got investigated. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, no. Was, the I FBI was... took apart his phone. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always think of. Uh, the um oh god it's an old chris rock joke where he's like martin luther king got assassinated those dudes got shot uh <laughs> except he doesn't say the the dude's word yeah because uh, he's talking about like biggie and tupac oh yeah tupac. yeah yeah anyway uh check out comedy we actually had a discussion <laughs> on, somehow got to a discussion on our on uh our podcast once about how famous someone has to be to qualify for an assassination so <laughs> yeah right there's though? a lot of discussion to be had about it you know yeah truly but so he would sorry so he's he's he's, he's pestering nixon about you oh information yeah the, the end of it is that one night uh nixon gets really drunk wanders into jackie gleason's yard and apparently told him about ufos and then spilled his beans. Ne- then the then like denied story. having done it for the rest of his life jackie it's all so true. but wait so but after that was Gleason like, did he also keep it mum or did he come out and he was No, like, Gleason real. was like, Richard Nixon told me there are UFOs. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> Richard Nixon was I like, finally no. have proof <laughs> yeah. on TV the next day. I yeah. mean, that sounds kind of compelling. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no, I would, you I would like there to be a movie me. about that. <laughs> I mean, he has the information. So, he has yeah. The information. Absolutely. Um, so, okay. Yeah. Sam, who would win in a fight? Man. Between Jackie Gleason and Howard I, Beale. I think again. I think it's a bad a person, matchup for Howard apparently. Beale. Howard Beale does have that uh, "I'm going out" energy. He's got mm-hmm. a really dangerous "I I know I'm done" kind of mm-hmm. last few swings in him. But his superpower of making people mad it makes Jackie Gleason matter. And did you just count? I don't know. I think uh, yeah, you can't uh, rev up a working class guy. That's literally what Howard Beale did. And yeah. it and it's and it just has a reverse effect than what's intended mm-hmm. on Gleason. I think it's mm-hmm. it's Ralph Cramden wins. 
Ralph Cramden takes it. There you go. And have our it. first upset of the first round. Our first upset. The the what would you call him? The um the gentle toad behemoth. The gentle <laughs> dancer. The dancing bear himself. The number seven over the number two. Okay, mm-hmm. so now our matchups are number one, Red Foreman versus number four, Bobby Boucher. Great matchup. And then number three, Frank Grimes versus number seven, Jackie Gleason. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So mm. I did not realize there was a second round of fights. I may have gone I on think... too many tangents. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, oh, well, we're I... doing way better on time than I assumed we would be. <laughs> I think we, I think we can crank through these because yeah. I think Boucher takes Red Foreman. I think Boucher has the strength that and the and the anger that um that specifically uh Barry did not have. That Barry where Barry's explosion is you know, somewhat controlled and warranted. Uh, Bobby Boucher is is rolling on on pure rage. Yeah, I I think I'm still Red Foreman on this one. Like I said, I, I don't think you just cannot beat someone that is trained to in combat and has killed somebody mm-hmm. before. And like, yeah. I think it's also the worst. Like, because the, the the big the hugest benefit of of, of him being in, having been in combat and trained is that he is unfazable because it's like, yeah, dude, I've done this before. And I yeah, think that's like, a, yeah, I think that's a uniquely bad matchup for someone who is like incredibly rage driven because, yeah, uh, okay, you know, mm. it's the, it's a good point. It's you, you got it. He's, you know, like here, here we go. I know, I know what you're Jordan, saying. Uh, see, uh, uh, Bobby Boucher <laughs> is just running directly at Margaret the fellow and over and over. He's Red Foreman right. is learning his moves and no dodging. Yeah. yeah, Red's more Red's more of a uh, a quality build. You're right. <laughs> yeah, Bo- so. Bobby Boucher is all min max. Yeah, he connects. My God, he's gonna take him. He's gonna take Red That's, to the red place. He gets. I think he gets one hit. And if and if if Red has the if if Bobby Boucher can like really fuck him up with the first tackle and catch him off guard, then he has a chance. But if it's not immediate, it's Red Foreman because it's it's be if right. it goes yeah. any sort of long fight, it's him. You might be right. Let's find out, Sam. There's one for Red, one for Boucher in the, Man, in the tank. Once again, it comes to you. I think great argument for Red Foreman. He is tactical. He is calm under pressure. He's killed a man. I think Red Foreman is the exact kind of guy who makes Bobby mad. (gasps) I think Red Foreman says, calls him a dumbass one too many times. And I think it's Red Foreman is the perfect thing to summon uh, the death bringer tackle from Bobby Boucher. And Bobby literally tackles him in half. (laughs) And I think it's it's Bobby Boucher. Like in fucking not another teen movie. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like it gets high load. Yeah. Breaks yeah. him like an old ceramic jar. Yeah. I mean, uh, I will say Bobby Boucher is definitely the one where like after the fight's over, mm-hmm. there's the part where the crowd is like, even the crowd's not having fun. They're like, he's, yeah. he's over. It's done. <gasps> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah okay. Bobby Boucher, the death tackle. Boy, you're right. He does. Red Foreman is one of the people who have subjugated and ridiculed or at least the type of person who would do that to Bobby his entire life. And it's enough to trigger. You remember when the fire explodes in his eyes? My goodness. (laughs) And then he he tackles him in half. All right. Moving on. All right. Our next semifinal bout. Number three, Frank Grimes versus number seven, Ralph Cramden slash Jackie Gleason. Okay. I, I think, I think it might be Grimes here. Cause this is, He's just a little younger and a little stronger than 
Beal. And that's, yeah. I think, what the yeah. difference is. I, I gotta yeah. go. I think I gotta go with Jackie Gleason because he's because Ralph Cramden's real life Homer. What's gonna make what's gonna beat Frank Graham's harder than a real life Homer Simpson? Yeah. Ralph Cramden. That's pretty true. Holy shit, he's the archetypical Homer. Yeah. He's the he's, elemental Homer. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a Omega bozo. Homer. He's Alpha he's the, Homer. He's the first bozo. Holy Grimes shit. has no patience for bozos. Yeah. No patience. He would lose his mind at he's, this guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's Mecha Boy, Bozo. He's Kaiju even Bozo. Furthermore. Furthermore, like, uh, boy, what's that other guy's name? Who's the guy that Ralph hung out with? Ed? <laughs> Ed. Is yes, it Ed? Norton. Yeah. Ed Norton. Norton. <laughs> he hung out <laughs> with Edward <laughs> Norton. Edward Norton, the actor, uh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Art Carney is that guy. Art yeah. Carney is the actor. The actor. And they're kind of a Fred Flintstone archetype. They're, yeah. a, they're a Skipper and Gilligan. They're they also the were classic. the exact basis for Fred and Barney. <laughs> everything. Everything. <laughs> Oh yeah. right, Flintstones is like a honeymooners thing. I, I yeah, yeah, absolutely. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, then, it's funny that Jetsons that, is a Flintstones thing. Yeah. It's based on that one episode where Ralph Cramden took his shit in a pelican's mouth. That's and they're like, this could be a full show. This is pretty you good. NC seventeen, folks. <laughs> yeah. Um. Look, it's yeah, it's okay. aged better than Amos and Andy did. So it's <laughs> <laughs> there's um, if you the thing I was about to say about the Flintstones, if you look on YouTube, you can still find it. But when they used to advertise cigarettes, it's incredible. When Fred and Barney are like, "Boy, we really hate our our hot hot wives, huh, Bon? <laughs> Let's escape for a cigarette." And they smoke a couple of Winstons out behind the the rocks. I'm stressed out because my daughter's got the biggest fucking head I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) (laughs) You think that's bad? My kid's a berserker. Um, Bam Bam is a Dark Souls character. I mean, he's a Dark Souls character pretty much. It's really. Bam Bam, you got to diversify. You saw what happened. Uh, Actually, Boucher won out. Okay. All right. Anyway. Uh, All right. There you go. I think uh is it Gleason over Frank Grimes? I think it's Gleason over Frank Grimes. Yeah. He makes him too angry. He's the ultimate bozo. He's the ultimate homer. All right. Yeah. Ult- Our final homer. matchup. Our final matchup today's episode. Number 4 Bobby Boucher versus number 7 Jackie Gleason. The seeding could not have been more wrong on my end. <laughs> but yeah, real. Oh, wild. so wait, we were saying that Frank Grimes gets so angry he dies? I think Frank. I think Frank Grimes. He just is gets caused, homered. <laughs> yeah, I think he gets homered. I think he gets homered to death. The exact yeah. same thing that transpired in the episode. He, you know, he's just he can, he cannot stomach uh, Ralph Cramden's anger, his mistreatment of his wife and friends. You know, his uh, his his selfishness, his boobery. And it causes him to slip up. He gets mm. so mad that he goes for him. He's like, you and goes for him and, you know, missteps. He falls into the audience and you don't want to get into an audience at a fight island fight. They'll tear you to pieces. Mm. Gleason absolutely calls him grimy. Yeah. Hey, hey grimy. <laughs> He right. starts working working at the bus depot where <laughs> where Jackie Gleason works. Yeah, yeah uh, hello, hello there, Cramden. Um, I'm just going over my safety inspection. Ding, 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 ding. Our final matchup, folks. Final matchup. Let's focus in. Bobby Boucher versus Jackie Gleason. Bobby Boucher Ralph, on Ralph Gleason. Cramden. Now, now, Ralph Cramden would bully Bobby Boucher, wouldn't he? 
Yeah. Yeah. Because he, he's, he's, yeah, he's a bully. He's a, he seems a little slow and uh, he's a big bully. He would tease him. And uh, that would activate Bobby's uh, death tackle rocket takedown. Yep. Yeah. Does he hit him? No. Cuz. Jackie Gleason famously lied on his feet. Twinkle Toes is out of there. This is this is a bullfight. This is the this is absolutely a bullfight. It is, it is. But does the bull win, or can Gleason tire him out? Does he do it exactly like this? Does <laughs> Cramden's just like? I mean, with with the bullfight, it's knives, right? The spears as yeah, they go through. Yeah. It's like, what is it? Just, but he doesn't have weapons, so it's just. A, I think it's got to be cigarettes. A little kidney cool, shot. Cool <laughs> Winston one twenty. <120s>. Just <laughs> putting a series of cigarette burns on Bobby Boucher. Boy, oh boy! I love the taste of a mellow Pall Mall three hundred millimeter filterless bacon flavored cigarette. Yeah, I sit in the living room and my wife lights it in the kitchen. It's. Uh, <laughs> Eight hours cigarette. <laughs> We're saving a bundle. Um, I. This is tough. This is tough because I mean, I imagine that this is a bit of a uh, a bit of a um, you know these characters are leveling up as they get through these fights. You know, because yeah. this is Fight Island. So, mm. but by now, Bobby Boucher, his. <laughs> he's wearing like golden shoulder pads and like a helmet with horns on it. Yeah. And, uh, and fucking Ralph Cramden is like, you know, he, he can now com- like summon buses to fall on people. He can literally punch you to the moon, bang, right. <laughs> bang, zoom to the moon, but only if you're his loving wife who loves and puts up with his threats. <laughs> so this is no, by in no ways is this a small fight. This is the clash of the Titans at the end of this, uh, Fight Island, and I gotta say, I think I can't shake the idea that Gleason takes it. I don't know why. It's he's such a rusty old reference that I yeah. don't want him to win because nobody's gonna get it. But I just I think he's I think Boucher is all he's he's got that one tackle. And when you if if you dodge that tackle, I think you can you can beat him, and I think Gleason can dodge that tackle. He is, well, he is people underestimate the, the, the stamina management of, of Cramden <laughs> is what's going to win this. Like, I, I, I want to let, I want to let Eli be the uh, tiebreaker here as the guest. Okay. So I'm going to go Boucher. And I think it's something Jordan and I have talked about before on the podcast, which is so stupid, which is that sometimes a character is, can summon the other signature characters of that actor oh, naturally naturally Boucher is maybe put in my head pulling energy from the sandler verse which is mostly anger <laughs> yeah. and, and turns that into a pure the most pure goldberg arm tackle and it it takes and like what a cartoon way to, to die stars. for ralph cramden to and just get like, tackled into oblivion mm. like fellas i need to i need some help and like <laughs> yeah. looks at the stars and like yeah. one by one like little nikki anger management <laughs> anger management click is there and who hubie halloween <laughs> all six then, characters who are mostly mad <laughs> i'm giving um, it to boucher yeah you're giving it to boucher okay eli what do you think the maddest man I mean, that's really one of the things that's that's killing me here is that I I feel like Bobby Boucher is like he is the prototypical fighter in this 
discipline. Yeah. He is yeah. the extreme power of anger, just He's personified. An anger sure. And I think that Ralph Cramden is one of the less angry people in this bracket, to be Dang. honest. Like, You're right. He's pissed off, but he's pissed off the way that most people are, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, but I, I just, it's a, it's a bullfight, like I said. And I just, it's a bullfight. I don't know. Like, it's similar to the, the last Boucher matchup where it's like, if he gets him mm-hmm. in one, maybe. But I also think that Cramden has the, the, the mobility and the dexterity mm-hmm. to dodge these wild attacks. He does. And with those SIGs. And the difference, though, is that for me, is that I think that even if Cramden does get hit once or twice, he also has the 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 the, the girth, the fucking strength. Oh, sure. Like, the other one was like, if he got hit by a tackle, it's over. Yeah, this that's one, a I lot think of he lag. can tank like two hits, maybe. Wow, and that you're right. Compl- I think it's a tired out thing. I think Bobby Boucher's heart just fucking explodes. Holy shit! Like, he's wow. never had to tackle twice. He misses and he goes for a second one. His heart. I mean, that is out. that. That's the double edged blade of the the power of anger is just extremely <laughs> high blood pressure. Like, <laughs> oh no. Plus, Bobby Boucher is from fucking Louisiana. He's Cajun. He eats nothing but you know, fucking alligator fritters. His, his high fry food puppies. Diet. Yeah. He's so got in a this billion scenario, of hush puppies in his belly. In this scenario, a college athlete has a worse yeah. heart than Ralph Cramden. Yeah, I'm Cramden's heart so. is also very bad. That's true. Listen, you're you're hearing it here first, folks. Look, ding, ne- ding, ding. Neither of them are, are, run, are running with the cleanest arteries in town. Okay? Ralph, they're, they're, they've both got some Cramden. blockages takes it here on the first installment of March Mad Men. If you don't know who Ralph Cramden is, (laughs) Google it, and you'll see that he is often angry, and he is often light on his feet, and you know, he is maybe the archetype of the angry sitcom dad. He maybe invented TV anger. Yes. It and And, um, it makes sense. I will also say that I do remember, I think, from when I watched it, that Honeymooners is solid still. It's 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 a well It's good. Show. It's good. Yeah, there is, you know, it is it is definitely from another time. He certainly threatens to punch his wife yeah. in the mouth. <laughs> you just gotta be ready for that. You get it's, it's but if you can happens. move past it, it's it's kind of like a uh it it is an interesting artifact of TV comedy. Yeah. Um and and now a a, a fight island uh award winner. So put that in your hat as well. Uh original tv yeah. series <laughs> eli thank you so much for joining us here on my the pleasure island today where can the people find you online if they <laughs> haven't already like, found on you. my couch in front of my <laughs> playstation um, you can find me through Stormview. yeah you can find me on uh, twitter and instagram at just my name eli uden e-l-i-y-u-d-i-n I've started spelling it because someone was like i always heard you say to follow you but i don't know how to spell your name that's it's understandable there's a lot of fouls um <laughs> And you can also listen to, I do a podcast with my friends, uh, Patrick Monahan and Kath Barbadoro called What a Time to Be Alive. Comes out every week where we cover the, we rank the, rank and rate the five wackiest news stories of the week. Hell so, yeah. Great A lot pod. of Florida man, a lot, a lot of time on the Florida man beat, uh, the escaped animal beat, and the uh, yeah. bad crimes beat, you know. <laughs> it's a lot of. Yeah, inc- incredible pod. Definitely listen to that. And now we, you, we've we collected them all. You're all friends of the pod. Ah, there's a real Pokemon <laughs> vibe here. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Sam, how about you? What you got going on out there? 
Uh, as always, follow me on Twitter at VoteSamWiles. That's where I post uh, stand-up dates and anything else I'm working on. And rate and review Fight Island. We've got a very fun march planned. Yeah. So jump, jump in, rate us, tell your friends if they want to listen to uh, something deeply stupid and it's gonna be not a, serious <laughs> a, ton, a ton of fun and uh yeah yeah please give us the five stars on itunes if you have the stars to spare we know times are tight uh but if you can't just tell your friends about it just be like hey listen to these listen to these dinguses you can see me uh playing elden ring on twitch i'm gonna do the whole playthrough twitch.tv forward slash razor lou absolutely come on out see See what that sorcery build do, and uh, make sure I'm drinking enough water, please. <laughs> oh, people on Twitch love um, to talk about they, drinking water. They love to get you hydrated. Yeah. Ugh, those oh, this guy's been awake ridiculous. for 30 hours streaming. He better be hydrated. <laughs> like, all right. That's what'll kill him. Yeah, not the uh, Adderall <laughs> abuse, but we're not here to talk about Twitch. Uh, the honestly, not the FromSoft exposure itself the first time i started streaming from soft game somebody came on and was like bloodborne huh couldn't get into therapy <laughs> like, yeah yeah that's about it yeah. <laughs> shout out bon for Matt. um all right i think that does it for another episode of fight island until next time sam why don't you count us down pal three two one all right break it up it's all over for fight island